On this episode, we're talking to a veteran agent that has been through a market correction before. Okay, She's seen this movie before. She's been running an office of agents back in 07, 08, 09 when the Great Recession came, and she's seeing signs of the same stuff in the shifting market. So we're bringing her on the show to talk about what you need to do to prepare. The market is shifting. There's no denying that. But what do you need to do? What, what changes should you be making? What should you be doubling down on? What adjustments should you make? What, where should you pivot? That's what we're going to talk about today with Missy Bentley from Evansville, Indiana. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 235 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome, an agent in Salt Lake City, Utah. And uh, we have one hell of an episode today. We have Missy Bentley. Um, more, Most importantly, she just kicked cancer's ass. She had stage four cancer. She kicked its ass. She's a cancer survivor. Uh, as you'll you'll hear mentions of that today, um, she's a badass, and she was selling homes all the way through chemo and everything like that. But she's also been in the industry for a long time. Okay, she's been an agent since 1999, and she's married to a custom home builder. She has all sorts of perspective because she's been through a market shift before, and she knows what to do. And she's going to share that playbook with you. Okay, she's going to share exactly what she's doing in her own business, which adjustments she's making. Is she changing anything? Is she doubling down on stuff? What do you need to know? What exactly specifically do you need to do today to weather the storm and thrive? Not just weather the storm. I mean, how, how great is that? Like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to survive. No. What if you thrive? What if you, what if you actually like add a zero to your net worth or two zeros to your net worth or your production this year. Some agents will. Why the hell can't you? So great, great interview today with Missy Bentley. Um, she is an agent on my team out of Evansville, Indiana, and uh, you know, great voice. She used to be a radio host, which is no surprise. Once you hear her voice, you'll be like, yep, she's a, she's got a radio voice. No doubt about it. As the market is shifting, as it's changing, it's wise to reevaluate your expenses, to reevaluate the platforms you're using. Make sure that you're lean and mean. Make sure that you have the most efficient platforms and that you don't, you're not subscribed to a bunch of bullshit. Uh, I know I am. I'm subscribed to all sorts of bullshit. Uh, now's a good time to look at that stuff. And it's also a great time to update things that need updating. I highly recommend that you guys do what all the biggest teams, biggest brokerages, most successful agents in the industry are already doing. They're using Follow Up Boss. Go check out Follow Up Boss with a 30-day free trial. 30-day free trial, no credit card required. They don't give a shit. Keep your wallet in your pocket. They just want you to try out the platform because they are so confident that you'll see why it's become like the business growth platform for real estate teams and agents. So if you are trying to grow and scale, you really need to look at Follow Up Boss. They are a partner of the show. We appreciate them so much and we appreciate them extending you a 30-day free trial because if you just go to their website, it's 14 days. Because you're a Massive Agent listener, you get hooked up. All you have to do to get that is go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash Boss and sign up. 
get the free trial, use the thing. Don't just let it sit there for 29 days and think, oh, it didn't work for me. Actually use it because your competitors that are kicking your ass in your market, they're already using it. So why should they have the unfair advantage? Get yourself one with Follow Up Boss. Let's jump into the interview right now with Missy Bentley from Evansville, Indiana. A wealth of knowledge, uh, funny as hell, and some really awesome advice for anyone, new agents, veteran agents, no matter where you're at, these are things you need to know going into this market shift. Let's go. All right, guys, I'm here with Missy Bentley in Evansville, Indiana. She is a broker there. And what's pretty cool, Missy was a broker, a managing broker, running an office of agents back during the last Great Recession. So she's seen this shit before. Missy, welcome to the Massive Agent <laughs> Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Missy, Missy's on our team. And the other day in the team meeting, she, she shared some really valuable insight because we were talking about the shift in the market and what to expect and, you know, what's happening, why it's happening, what you should change, what you should double down on. And she had some very valuable insight and uh, she shared it with the team. And I, I wanted to, it was so good. I wanted her to share with everybody else. So Missy, I appreciate you being willing to do that. Um, how, so for perspective, how long have you been in the industry? How long have you been selling homes? I have been in since um, 1999, January 1st, 1999. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So a minute. Yeah. In two, in and, two states also. Okay. Uh, Kentucky and Indiana? Yep. Kentucky and Indiana. Nice. Okay. And then you're also married to a home builder. Is that right? I am. Yeah. We just, so we actually. perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what's crazy is right now. There's two schools of thought with the market that you and I will get into, but I will just say I am married to a custom home builder. And if anybody should be freaking out, it should be us because we went through the previous recession and I'm good. I'm, I'm actually excited about where things are going. So. Ooh, well, let's just jump into that. Why, what's there to be excited about? What is, uh, where are the opportunities in what's happening right now? Well, there's nothing more local than real estate. Remember that. So what applies in Evansville, Indiana is probably not going to be the same as your market in Salt Lake City. Let's just be honest. We were talking about that yesterday when you guys were talking about the price of avocados. Trying to explain right. inflation. Right. <laughs> People in Evansville don't care about the cost of avocados. The nearest Whole Foods, whatever the price is, and you guys are talking about Whole Foods, our nearest Whole Foods is two hours away. So even though we're a city of 300,000 people, our market is obviously different than what you guys are going through. But essentially, everything is the same. The markets are the markets. And it's a matter of there's going to be a great time of opportunity. And a lot of the fat in the market is going to be trimmed away. And those of you who are willing to hustle and actually do what needs to be done, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Like, let's let's do this. It's been needed for a while. It has. And I know I've said this publicly. I've joked about it. I know a lot of other people have joked about how nice it will be when the time comes that all of these jokers, these part-timers, these people that are, are not doing right by their clients and fucking up the industry when they just go away because they can't make it anymore, how great that will be. Well, I think we're there, aren't we? Like th this is about to happen, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it already has been happening. I know I've been talking for a few weeks now that the slowdown is here. 
It's not a collapse. Yeah. Let's be real. It's not a collapse. I can tell you from the home building side, it's not a collapse. There are issues. It's a slowdown. It's a market correction. And it's here. Mm-hmm. And I'm always amazed if I look at my Facebook feed, especially all of these agents are still like, oh, my God, how did this happen? Where have you been? Like, honestly, where have you been? Have you not been watching? Because it's here. It's been here. And if you're going to survive in the next six to nine months, let's get the pieces in place now. Hopefully, if you're on, you know, part of our team, we already have the pieces to the puzzle in place. But there's a lot of people that don't. So let's help them. There's there's things you can do now to weather the coming storm. A, a thousand percent. Um, yeah. Trimming the fat is good. And, and not the good fat, not yes. the avocado fat, but the <laughs> the cheeseburger fat, right? We're, we're about to trim that fat from, from the industry, which is good. So agents are agents that I talk to, they the ones that are freaking out, the ones that are pessimistic, they're consuming too too much news. They're on Twitter too much with the wrong sources. They're they're you know watching CNBC and you know all the all the crap, right? Those media companies are and Twitter, you know, Twitter it's all about the hot take and getting attention. It's like that's how those things work. So you're not going to get context, not really. Um especially from CNBC and Wall Street Journal, like the the scarier the headline, the more clickable it is. Um you no wonder they're scared. But if you're a decent agent, if you do right by your clients, if you have a good social media uh, presence, or even if you don't, if you are well-known and liked by your community and you get referred a lot, you should actually do better when a lot of these jokers who were taking the listings are no longer there to do that, right? Is it, You've been through this before. Is that how it played out before? Yes. And the main key point that I want to stress to people is be honest with your clients, like our Facebook feed, mine especially, I don't know about yours, but mine, I've had to hide basically most of the realtors that I work with simply because everything has been, oh, look at me, look at me, or sold in 24 hours, $50,000 over ask, blah, 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 blah. The market's not crashing. Everything's sunshine and rainbows. It's not sunshine and rainbows. My people have known this. My people were told last week, if you go back and look at my Facebook page, that, hey, if you have a loan, lock it in this week. Because Monday is going to be a bloodbath. And that's when it's going to start. My people know, pardon my French, but I'm basically no bullshit. I mean, the market is what it is. And it's our job as agents to leave the emotions out of it. It's not about us. It's about the market and being honest with your people. And when your people can expect that, then going through the tougher times, they don't want the flashy. They don't these people, especially if they're losing their jobs, you know, if there's a downturn in your local economy and you have a lot of layoffs, real estate's still going to happen. But guess what? Cindy just lost her job. She doesn't really care that you've sold $5 million in production this past year. All that's going to do is really make her feel like crap. So let's Mm -hmm. be honest about things and say, hey, right now things are tough. Here's what we can do to fix this. Yes. Yes. Uh, You know, in fairness, I've seen a dramatic difference in all the agents that I follow on social. There's not nearly as many TikToks and reels where they're, uh, they're making fun of, you know, lowball offers. They're making fun of, um, you know, people that won't get pre pre pre-qualified before they go shopping and all that. While that's great advice, 
I'm not disagreeing with those things, but I'm seeing a lot less of that content all of a sudden and a lot more like, hey, here's what's going on. Here's what, here's why the interest rates are going up. Here's when they'll finally go down again, which is great. That's what consumers need because they don't know what the hell's going on. They're, they're confused just, just as much as anybody else. And let's be honest, there's a lot of agents that don't know what the hell's going on. And hopefully they're listening to this. Yes. Well, and that's the thing. That's one of the big things that I'm so excited about. And it's going to make this market correction so different than 07, 08, 09, depending on where you lived. Like it hit the bigger cities in 07, 08. Well, my area is about six months to a year behind the trends. So it hit here 08, 09, which is what a lot happened to a lot of the smaller market agents, the hometown agents, as I call them. You know, so now's the time, especially if you're in a smaller market, now's the time to put those pieces in place. Educate yourself. The fact that hardly anybody on my feed, the MBS, which is the mortgage-backed securities, they went no bid last Friday, which was a huge warning sign. When those go low, your rates are going to jump. As an agent, if you don't know what that is, how are you going to explain it when it starts hitting the headlines like it has this week? My people, my sellers and buyers, they got a phone call from me last Friday saying, hey, this is what the news is going to be reporting don't panic. This is how it's going to affect us. Let's get ahead of it and prepare. 95, at least 95% of agents, I would say, have no idea what that is because they don't want to know. They don't have the, the desire to learn. And those that do in this coming market, oh, you're the professional. You're the person that everybody's going to seek out for help and advice because you've established yourself as actually knowing what the hell is going on in the market. It's not just about a particular house. Right. I put out a challenge to to the team and to the coaching group this week that if you do the right things, if you if you stand up as the adult in the room and educate people on on what the news actually means to them, like how it actually affects them, if they if they want to buy, if they're pre-qualified for 500k and it's going to be this much a month. What does it mean when rates go up 0.75%? What what does that actually mean to them? If you can do that, <clears throat> you're going you have an opportunity now to become the most trusted real estate advisor in in your whole community. And any one of you, no matter where you're currently at, can do this. So there's a huge opportunity for that and we're going to see some of you guys do it and and a lot won't. Um, it's just a great opportunity to separate it's separation season yes. and uh, consumers are craving this information more than ever um Ms. well and that what no i Go was going to say sorry if i could interrupt that's i'm glad you said that yeah. they're they're craving the information because there's one major thing that's going to make this market correction different than the collapse in the late 2000s and it's this right here you have your iphone yes. information is in your hand 24-7. Other, the previous one, especially for agents who were just so sheltered in their markets, one, none of us had been through it before. Like that was, you know, we're talking Great Depression type things. I was ready to dig out letters from my grandparents and see what the hell was going on, see how we could adapt and use their strategies. We'd never been right. through it. Now we've been through something similar we know how to adapt. We know the pieces to put in place. And the number one game changer is the technology. Who are you surrounding yourself with? I don't have to stay stay in Evansville, Indiana this time. I can reach out, like in our group, I can reach out to people in Virginia, in Denver, 
in California, in Florida. I can see what's going on in those bigger markets because that's eventually going to filter down to my market. And it's just a yeah. way of expanding your thinking and your education. You've got people that have been there before. Associate yourself with those people so that you can tap into their knowledge. Because if you're at the right place, they're going to be more than willing to help. I love getting those calls so that we can talk about it. I, so, I like sorry, that. I didn't mean to inter- didn't mean to interrupt, but the phone, the iPhone is a game changer for this one. I'm, it just is. It really is access to information, but also yes. uh, the gig economy. Like anybody now on their phone can make money. If if you lose your job, if you uh, if your expenses have gone through the roof, like everybody's have, then right. you now have the ability on your phone to earn extra income somehow, some way. Yes. Are you going to do it? Is the question. Like the, again, separation season, Missy. I think th- there's more. Uh, the world is more connected than it's ever been. There's more access to great perspective and, and information than ever before. There's more access to mentorship and coaching and training than ever before. Those that that really get crushed, I I was trying to figure out how to sugarcoat it. I don't usually do that, so I don't know why I'm doing that. I don't sugarcoat um, either, so let's just, just be real. <gasps> good. They kind of deserve it. Right, they they allow themselves to get into position into a position by by uh, sitting on their hands with their heads up their ass. So, what should agents be doing right now? Anticipating what's coming, what the market's going to look like, rates continuing to go up. Uh, by the way, I'll just say this because I didn't say it before. You need to educate yourself on the fact that f- the Fed raising the federal funds rate does not mean that they raise mortgage rates now. One usually follows the other and they're somewhat related, but it's not a direct correlation. So you need to educate yourself on the difference because if you don't understand, how do you expect your clients to? Anyways, what do agents need to know? <laughs> what should they be doing right now? Um, if What are you doing in your personal business right now to adjust? Oh, I'm so glad you asked because you know I'm a list maker. So I have my list here. Yes, you're a listener. <laughs> I am. I have to write everything down. It's the chemo brain. Um The main thing, well, it's not the main thing. There's a couple main things, actually. But one, like you were saying, watch your mental space. Who are you surrounding yourselves with? There's nothing that's going to kill more agents' careers in the next six to nine months. I don't care what anybody says. It's not interest rates, and it's not housing inventory. It's ego and laziness. Hmm. Do you always have to be the smartest person in the room? If you refuse to listen to somebody because they're in a different market or with a different company, you're already two steps behind. Because like, the, I've, I've, I don't know, I, to be honest, I don't know how long Clayton has been in or John Tiller have been in the business because it's not important to me. But on our call the other day, I had a call, you know, I had a call with them and I learned from them different strategies and vice versa. We both have, the three of us, we all have years and years of experience. We've been through this and we're still learning. I don't ever want to be the smartest person in the room. No agent that's worth their weight should ever want to be the smartest person in the room. You just shouldn't. You can always be learning from somebody. And I think, Mm -hmm. especially when you apply the team jersey concept, everybody is so afraid to educate themselves beyond their brokerages. They just, they have their group think where it's safe. 
I don't want to be around those people. I want to be in the room where people are making things happen. They're not sitting around and talking about the market 24-7 or how hard it is to get listings or do open houses and blah, 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 blah. I don't care about that. Let's find out how we can take actionable steps. Are we making our calls? Do we have everything on automation? Because agents have gotten so freaking lazy on everything. Mm. Rather than pick up a phone and say, hey, how are you? Those are the three best sales tips of anybody. How are you? You're putting the human connection back into a business that, especially the past two years, has really lost the human touch. So that would be my number one tip. Pick up the phone and make make some calls to people. Not to sell them something. Just to say, hey, how are you? Make them feel like they matter because they do. Yes. It's... Automation is one is one way that agents have gotten lazy, but also it's very easy for content creators. And I talk about th- this all the time because I am a content creator. You need to be putting content out there. But if that's all you do, if you just post a video and then sit back, there's so many people that need more guidance. They, they need to dig deeper. They need you to help them through their situation, but you don't know who they are because you don't you don't ask for people to raise their hands. You don't reach out to somebody um, who commented something and, and say, hey, like, do you, I can walk you through this if you need. Um, but we just post and think that, okay, I did my job. Clients are just going to come to me now. Now that happens. But we mm-hmm. think that that's, what if one client comes to you and there's 10 others that are just kind of waiting for you to go to them? You've got to take that step and reach out and follow up and check in with. I hate the whole just checking in thing, but don't just check in. Don't just check in. So how are you doing that with, with your past clients? You said you're making your calls, all of that. You know, What are some of the things that you're, you're saying to them? How are you doing it? What would you recommend? Well, a lot of times, because I have plenty of clients and I'm kind of in a unique position after everything that I went through this past year, you know, clients reaching out to me, wanting to make sure I was okay and that sort of thing. Now that I'm back at work, if I'm showing a house in their neighborhood, I'll stop in front of their house, take a goofy looking selfie, or, you know, I have one neighborhood that I'm in a lot. And my client, she ended up, she was one of my nurses, didn't know it at the time, but she was one of my chemo nurses. So now we have an ongoing joke. I'm sending her a selfie every time I'm in front of her house to compare the, the length of my hair with her grass height and whether or not she needs to cut her grass. But it's just one of those things that she remembers. She thinks, hey, not only do you remember me, but you remember the house. You remember our deal. And it was important to you. So every, you know, anytime I'm in a neighborhood, take a selfie, make it something goofy, text it to them, send it to them through Facebook Messenger, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, however you're connecting. Just do something fun that isn't necessarily real estate related, just to let them know that you're thinking about them. It goes a long way. Absolutely. I mean, the, the We hear it all the time, the personal touch, right? Well, most people stop short of doing anything because they're like, well, what, what does that mean? How do I actually do that? Is that just sending an email saying, hey, just checking in, thinking that's personal touch? I love your, I love that you take selfies in front of their house um, and send it to them and be like, hey, how's it going? Uh, and if they know you, don't do that to people you don't know, by the way. <laughs> right. Uh, make sure that they do know you. Uh, that could cause problems for sure. You're going to end up in a thread on a local Facebook group. Not positively. <laughs> um, yeah. What What else are you doing right now 
you're educating yourself, you're educating your clients, you're, you're reaching out more often to make sure that they know what's going on. You're giving personal advice and attention. Um, what, what else is missing from this, from this action plan for how, how to weather this coming shift? Are you taking care of yourself mentally? Do you have a hobby? I mean, so many people, especially on the gloom and doom side, negativity is a choice. And to me, after, especially after everything I've been through this past year, I can tell you optimism and positivity are not the same thing. You can be optimistic and still acknowledge, hey, this is messy. You know, I didn't want stage four cancer, but guess what? That was the hand that I was dealt. So you better believe when I went to my chemo appointments, we were going to make the most of it. And I was going to connect with all of my nurses and doctors. Now they remember me. And I beat it, which is another story in itself. But it's the fact that (laughs) it's the fact that it was optimism is a choice. You acknowledge what's going on. Hey, let's do it. How can we fix it? How can we make the most of it? I know no matter what, I'm going to be okay because I'm educating myself. I'm working out daily. I'm surrounding myself with the right people. I'm turning off the news other than, you know, a quick feed of check of the markets at night or whatever. I don't surround myself with negative people. You know, if I'm in a group of agents and as a listing, primarily a listing agent, if I have open houses that I, that people want, I'm willing to let people do. If they're not willing to step up and do them, that's on them. I'm, I'm, I've kind of washed my hands of those type of agents simply because the opportunity is there and it's up to you whether or not you want to choose it. So protect your mindset. That's the, that's one of the biggest things. Don't let real estate consume you, especially with what we're heading into with the markets. Find you a hobby. Even if it's a 30 minute, you know, I know you're a golfer. I'm a golfer. Find something that you love to do and get a break from real estate. Clear your mind of it. Yes. The, Missy, that's such great advice. And, you know, I do consider myself a golfer now, but last year I didn't. It's uh, <laughs> it's something that I, yeah, I picked up as a hobby. There's a lot of business implications, um, you know, meetings you can have on the course. It's been great, but yeah, it, it just lets you clear your head yes. uh, and, and come back refreshed, refocused. Um, I come up with a lot of ideas because I, I get more clarity. I can think more clearly when I'm out, like out of the office. So that's great. Um, you know, some of my mentors have been saying for well over a year that you need to get your house in order. There's some storm brewing economically. We, we all, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. we all saw this coming. Anyone right. with their head somewhat removed from their ass could <laughs> see that printing trillions and trillions, trillions of dollars and putting it into the economy quickly would cause inflation. Like right. that's pretty basic shit. So, we saw this coming and and they're saying, get your house in order. That doesn't necessarily mean like your literal house. It means inside your brain. Are, right. are you rested? Are you clear? Are you confident? Are your finances in order? Are you, you know, clearing out the skeletons as best you can uh, so that you can be your best and approach every day that way? Because if, if we're in a situation where you need to fight and you need to be a warrior and you need to do that on behalf of one of your clients, you sure as hell better be in a great spot personally. If you come from a position of weakness, how are you supposed to fight for somebody else? It's right. great advice. Well, and another thing too I, that I I keep hearing from everybody and I we heard we really heard it 
during the previous crash. I mean, as a managing broker every day, I would have agents come into my office and say, you know, my family told me it's time to get out. I need to be realistic. Well, you know who says be realistic? Average people. If you want to be an average person, that's that's totally fine. It's your life. It's your choice. There's nothing wrong with average. Millions of people every day are happy just going to work nine to five, coming home, doing whatever, never really rocking the boat. If that's your personality, awesome. That's not my personality. Anything exceptional has to have the hard work behind it. And that's what's going to separate the agents. Are they going to make their calls? Are they going to work out? Are they going to get fresh air? Are they going to admit that, hmm, we've been spending like crazy. Maybe we should draw some of our expenses in. Maybe we're at the wrong brokerage. Maybe I can't go to my managing broker and unload my feelings. Because you're going to have a lot of feelings as this market comes around. I can go ahead and tell you. You're going to be hearing it from a lot of outside sources. And again, it goes back to your mindset. Is your broker going to be the one to say, hey, we're good. We're going to figure this out. Let's talk it through. And if you don't have that access, you're going to be in for a rough six to nine months. What would you recommend agents do if they if they're part of a team, if they're part of a brokerage, if they're solo, you know, working from their basement, whatever, and they just don't have access to mentorship. They just don't have access to anybody that um, has been through it before that's willing to grab them by the hand and kind of shepherd them through. What do you recommend to those agents? Seek it out. A lot of times agents, people that have been through it, like myself, I am more than happy to walk people through the market. A lot of times, especially the agents in the bigger markets, don't tend to look towards the smaller markets. That's one of my complaints about the real estate industry. They think everybody's a bunch of hillbillies. Well, that's not the case. Some of the brightest minds are in the smallest markets. They just haven't made a name for themselves because they're too busy in their local communities. But at the same time, as an agent, it's your responsibility. Seek it out. Go on Instagram. Watch stories. Get on TikTok. You can find it there. I prefer Instagram. It's more my speed. I'm old. But there's plenty of advice there. Make Find out who you identify with. It doesn't even have to be about real estate. See if your personalities mesh. Get with a brokerage that is willing to offer that. I can sit in my house and I'm connected throughout the world, which is wonderful. Everybody says, well, you don't have a brick and mortar. Well, if I'm sitting in the real estate office, the actual brick and mortar, I'm not out in the community and selling anyway because my butt's planted in that chair. So what good is a brick and mortar doing me? Why am I paying you $485 a month and you're taking 60% of my or 40% of my commission, whatever it is, to have a chair? My butt doesn't need to be in that chair, especially in the coming months. My butt needs to be out in the community, making connections, talking with people, getting on the phone. So... The information is there. I have a really hard time, especially in this day and age with agents who say, oh, well, nobody will share with me. People aren't going to do that. People, nobody is going to want to impose their knowledge on you. And how can we help you if we don't know that you're struggling? It's okay to struggle. We all struggle. Believe me, I, I know probably better than most people. This past year, it was a struggle. Those who I knew could pick me up, they knew when I would struggle. We'd fix it, we'd get my mind on straight, and we'd go for the next round. That's what you should have, but people can't help you if you don't speak up. 
That's it. it being proactive is, I mean, it, it sounds oversimplified, but it's not mm-hmm. like if you are, if you proactively seek out mentorship, even if that's listening to somebody's podcast or watching their videos or taking their course, it doesn't need to be a one-on-one thing, right? I learned plenty from podcasts. I learned a yes. ton from watching people's videos, a ton, uh, you could do that too, but you have to decide that you're going to seek that stuff out and then just ask somebody, ask a question. It, one of my biggest beefs with our team is uh, when I somebody's, they're struggling and I have no idea. Like if you're struggling, right. why the fuck wouldn't you tell me <laughs> and, and say, hey, I, I'm struggling with this. I need help with this. I want to do this and I have no idea how. How are you going to get help? You know, it, it's a lack of... Um, proactivity. It's, yes. uh, it, there's, so if you're sitting on your hands, you're screwed. If you get your butt up out of the seat and do something proactively, I think you're going to do, I think you're probably, you may thrive in the next few years. You may grow faster, sell more homes, have more business, have more quality of life than ever before because there's fewer others doing it. And cool if I can, think about it. it really is. And if I could throw one more thing, if you're talking about your struggles, because we're all going to struggle. I mean, the market's totally. slowed. It is what it is. We can't control that. We can control how we react to it. People, I'm so tired of seeing agents who think you have to be perfect. Nobody on this earth is perfect. People cannot identify with perfect. Some of the right. funniest, most viral TikToks and Instagram reels that I've had have been jokes about my bald head and my cancer struggle. Why? <laughs> I mean... Because it's imperfect. I did one video, too, non-cancer related, where I locked, literally, I've been in it 23 years. I locked myself out of the house. We're going to blame it on chemo brain. Really, it was just me talking to my client, not paying attention. But I did a reel about it. People went crazy for it. Why? Because it's imperfect. If you're in a company where you feel like you cannot be yourself, be human, and share your struggles you're in the wrong place. That's just, you're going to have a really, really rough six to nine months coming up because everybody's going to be struggling and denying it is not going to do anything, anything good. It's just going to exacerbate it. Absolutely. Uh, You know, we understand the spirit that I say this people don't try to, you know, conflate what I'm saying, but we have the luxury of having just gone through um, this crazy shift in how we do things with COVID, you know, like we, we have the luxury of having to just barely within two years, we had to adjust dramatically how we do things, um, how we structure our days, how we communicate with clients, how we actually get business done and show homes. We had to think on our toes. There's some people that didn't and others that did that grew like weeds. And now they're, they have giant businesses, giant spheres of influence, the same opportunity exists right now. You just have to be willing to adjust. And, uh, and I mean, I, I don't know what else there is to say. A, a lot of this comes down to, well, it all comes down to, are you going to decide that you're going to get hurt by the market shift? Or are you going to thrive because of it? It's your choice. Like we're in a recession. Okay. I choose not to participate. How about you? You know, but Missy, I don't think you choose to participate in that bullshit. Absolutely not. And the thing is, too, everybody says, well, the market's slowing. Yes, the market slowed. 
Yep. I don't know about you, but all I've heard and? for months has been agents bitching about how busy they are. They can't keep up with anything. Well, congratulations. Here's the extra time that you've been crum- complaining and craving. How are you going to use it? Are you going to work on yourself? Are you going to do more open houses? Because the buyers are still there. You still have a whole slew of people that are still locked in, in the fives with their interest rates. They still need places to go. The custom home, I don't know about it in your market, but in my market, the custom home is thriving. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's where the money's at. They're not affected. Do you want to work with them? Are you volunteering? You have extra time. Are you volunteering in your community? Go make your community better. Have conversations with people. Let them see that you care about more than just a fancy car or a stat that you can make a cool graphic on Canva and put on Facebook. Right, right. <laughs> that's just so much easier, Missy. To just yeah. do a Canva graphic, yeah, and it is. But when was the when was the easy option the best? Like it's usually not, usually not. Guys, I I hope that you really took to heart what Missy is sharing with you because she's seen this movie before. Yes. She's seen the beginning, she's seen the middle, she's seen the end, and now it's playing again. And she has the playbook. She's following the playbook. She shared it with you. And if we're being honest, I think you listening, you know, the playbook too, you know what to do, but for some reason you're not doing it for some reason, you're letting other voices, other perspectives, headlines get in the way of you doing what you know you should be doing. And, and there's just a lot of excuses. So hopefully you use this extra time. If you are slower, why don't you start that YouTube channel that you've been saying you're going to do for the last two years? Why, why don't you start that podcast or record that video or actually set up a client appreciation event? I mean, I can't think of a better time to connect with your clients at some sort of client event. Like a bunch of realtors just did, you know, the, the Top Gun release, which is great. Awesome. Because who doesn't want to come to see Top Gun too? Uh, cool. Well, why not do something else? Baseball game, picnic, uh, pr- professional photographer, whatever face painting for the kids carnival. You can do literally anything, anything that's fun. Just invite other people to do that fun thing with you. So I'm excited, Missy. Thank you. I'm excited to see you thrive over the next year or two. Um, It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of changes, but changes bring (laughs) opportunity. And uh, nobody writes stories about boring stuff. No, good point. Good point. The stories are about the exceptional people. That's right. Yeah. If, if you're just doing the same old, you know, boring shit everyone else is doing, following the herd, there's nothing special about that. Uh, and there's no reward in it. So I, I, I will make this one last call to action. If you're in a position, if you're with a brokerage that doesn't support you or they, uh, I just got off a Zoom call with a young woman whose brokerage told her she can't have her own brand. She's got to, she's got to be part of, you know, the, the black and yellow <laughs> brand. Um, you know, it's got to be promoting the brand. And I'm, I'm like, well, you don't have to do that. Like that's ridiculous. And she was kind of blown away that like that others encourage the personal brand. So if you're in a, if you're in a place like that, that's literally holding you back, go somewhere to where you're not being held back. Maybe that's your team. Maybe it's your brokerage. Maybe you're solo and you shouldn't be and you should be part of a team. I don't know. That's for you to answer. But uh, I can't think of a better time to make bold decisions and bold moves and set yourself up for massive success. 
And if you don't make mm-hmm. them, don't plan on that. Don't know what else to say. Missy, any final words? Any final uh, words of wisdom? Um, I do have a book recommendation if you want to hear it. Oh, for sure. It is How Champions Think by Bob Rotella. He, everybody, I, everybody knows I love sports. Like, sports have been my life. They got me through college. I love sports. Yes. Bob Rotella is a sports psychologist who has worked with winners of over 70 national and world championships. Like, Olympic gold medalists, major golfers, tennis players, quarterbacks. I have a friend from college who is actually, well, he was an NFL quarterback. He worked with him. He's now in the Hall of Fame. This book applies so much to business and being an entrepreneur, which is what you should be if you're in real estate. You're an entrepreneur. You're not an employee. Pick it up. Goddamn better be. You will learn. I've read it four times, and I'm now listening to the audible version of it right now to prepare for the coming storm. That's fantastic. I have not heard of that book before. Yes. Listen to it. If you fix up here, fix your mindset, the rest we can take actionable steps to do. Amen. Amen. It, it all starts in there. You know, you've yeah. got to fix the roots if you want to have the fruits. Exactly. Simple as that. Missy, I appreciate it. I'm honored to know you, honored to be partnered with you and, and be in business with you. And I, I just, I'm grateful uh, that you came on today. I know you had a busy day of podcasts. I did. You're doing more podcasts than I am. And uh, <laughs> so you're a popular woman right now, which is cool. So congrats on that. And thank you again for coming on the show. Uh, This was fantastic. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Let's grow. Absolutely. Let's go. This is obviously one of those episodes where you should have taken notes, but thank God you could just rewind the podcast and play it back. But you've got some stuff to do. You've got some adjustments to make. You have some things to do. Um, Really look at those who are already doing what you, especially with the content. Look at those that are already communicating the current climate communicating these topics very well and just take inspiration from them okay take how they've done things and do do it in your own way with your own spin that's not stealing someone's shit that's just doing your own version of it okay there's with content that's there's nothing wrong with that if you uh, you know if you are struggling with what to say and how to say it just look at somebody that does it very well and take inspiration from it it's a very simple thing the variable here is are you actually going to do it Unfortunately, a lot of you won't, but those that do are going to kick some ass. You guys are going to grow. You're going to kick some ass. You're going to sell a lot of homes and grow big businesses. And hopefully you'll have multifaceted businesses with multiple revenue streams because you're not an idiot and you're not just stuck on one income stream. You're going to grow all of it. You're going to do all of it because you can, because agents are, you can too, if you just do what they're doing. It's, I don't really know what more to say than that. I don't, I don't really know what, what more to say. Like you're either going to do the shit, you're either going to take action, make bold moves, or not. And hopefully you do. I hope if you got something out of this episode that you will pl- uh, please share it with somebody else. Pl- share it with another agent in your office. Share it with a team member. Share it with your broker. Share it with anybody that, um, that you think would also get some value. Because if you enjoyed it, if you learned from it, somebody, some other agent would. Um, We ask that you share it because then it helps us to grow the show as well. Have a great weekend. Go do all the things. Take some action. Spend an extra hour working today, more than you were, so you can get a bunch of shit done. This is the time. This is separation season. 
separate yourself. I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to hear about it. Have a great weekend.